Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you follow the news, you've probably seen that the price of gold has been setting new all-time highs recently. There are several reasons why that is happening, including the rising cost of living, our national debt passing $34 trillion and continuing to skyrocket, and the upcoming elections in November which add to the economic uncertainty. It's why so many Americans, including myself, are turning to Birch Gold Group. Text OTR to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you can count on Birch Gold. Just text OTR to 989898 to claim your free info kit now. The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Feeling low. Feeling tense. These eight words are common sense. Smoke a lucky. To feel your level best. Smoke a lucky. To feel your level best. Your level best. That's just how you'll feel when you light up a Lucky, because Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense, puts you on the right level to feel and do your level best. It's important to know that fine tobacco can do this for you. And LSMFT, LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, mild, ripe, light tobacco that makes a grand smoke. Next time you buy cigarettes, remember... Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense, puts you on the lucky level where you feel your best and do your best. So smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. The Lucky Strike Program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Don Wilson, yours truly, Rochester. Gentlemen, very few things go on in Mr. Benny's house that I don't know about. Last Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock, Mr. Don Wilson came over to discuss his new contract with Mr. Benny. Five hours later, they were still at it in the den behind locked doors. Now look, uh, look, Don. I've given in to you on a lot of things. You have the right to do another show. I give you full credit on all our programs. You can take a two-week vacation each year. You even have the right to approve of the scripts. Now, what else could you possibly want? Money. <laughs> Don, Don, there are things much more important than money. Well, maybe so, Jack. Don, Don, I think... No, wait a minute. You place too much importance on money. Don't you realize you can't take it with you? I know, but I'd like to finger a little of it while I'm here. <laughs> oh. Well, Don, everything else in the contract is satisfactory, isn't it? Well, everything except Clause 11. Clause 11? Yes. That's the one that says I'm not allowed to eat during the broadcast. Oh. Well, Don, I had that clause put in because of what happened a couple of weeks ago when you were eating a hamburger during the first part of the show. So what if I ate a hamburger? I did my commercial all right, didn't I? Yes, but your pear-shaped tones came out with onions on them. <laughs> Remember, you can't do your level best with mustard dripping on your vest. (laughs) 
So the no, the no eating clause stays in. Well, that's not important. That's not important. But what about the money? Don, I've made my final offer. You don't have to sign it now. I'll go out and leave you alone so you can think it over all by yourself. I don't know. Sometimes Don can be so stubborn that Say, I... Say, boss! Boss! What is it, Rochester? Has he signed it yet? Not yet. You want me to heat up the branding irons? <laughs> oh, stop being silly. Anyway, I'm using the hunger treatment on him. Uh, tell me, Rochester, were there any calls while I was in conference? Yeah, Miss Barbara Stanley called. She's having a big party Saturday night, and she wants you to be there. Good, good. Did she say white tie or black tie? White coat, you're gonna park cars. <laughs> hmm. Well, Rochester, did you mention to Miss Stanwyck that I'd be glad to play my violin for her guests? Oh, I always do. But she said they were gonna have yachts of hyphens for that. Oh. Well, they probably would have had me, but Yasha can't park cars. Really. <laughs> anyway, Rochester, I... Uh... Hello, hello. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Polly. You still haven't gotten over your cold. Polly got a cold. <laughs> Gesundheit. You know, Rochester, it's your fault that Polly has this cold. You never should have let her out of the house last week. But, boss, how was I to know she'd try to hatch a snowball? <laughs> hatch a snowball. Hatch a snowball. <laughs> Gee, it's amazing she got a cold in the head from that. <laughs> well, I think I'll go back in the den and see if Don has made up his mind yet. Well, Don, have you decided to sign the contract yet at the salary I offered you? No, Jack, and I want to tell you something. Never in my life have I seen anyone quibble over such trivial amounts as you do. Your parsimony absolutely revolts me. I've got to tell you, Jack, that you are without a doubt the cheapest, most miserly man I ever met. Well. <laughs> Don. Don. If you hate me, don't laugh like that. Don, never have I been... Never have I been hurt so by a friend. Now, how in the world can you say a thing like that about me? Because it's true. That's no excuse. <laughs> Imagine talking like that about me. Not only have we been business associates, but I've been the best friend you've ever had. I've done more for you than anyone else. Just a minute, Jack. What have you ever done for me? Name one thing. All right, I will. How about during the war when you weren't getting enough food? Didn't I sell you Rochester's ration book? <laughs> Didn't I? Jack, that ration book was for shoes. That didn't stop you. You ate them anyway. <laughs> and another thing. Rochester, will you answer the door? I'm getting it, boss. Mm, they're sure going after it hot and heavy. Hello, Rochester. Oh, hello, Miss Livingston. Come on in. The boss is in the den with Mr. Wilson. Uh, business or pleasure? Business for Mr. Wilson, pleasure for Mr. Benny. <laughs> Oh, then they must be discussing Don's new contract. Yes, ma'am, and they've been in there for over five hours. Gee, Don must be tough. 
I remember when Dennis came over to talk about his new contract, he was out in just 20 minutes. Yes, lawyer sprung him with a writ of habeas corpus. <laughs> oh, Rochester. Well, anyway, maybe Mr. Wilson will be out in a few minutes. I doubt it. It's hard to spring that much corpus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just wait here for Jack. Wait for Jack. Wait for Jack. Oh, hello, Polly. Polly want a cracker? Polly want a Kleenex. <laughs> Oh, yes. I forgot. Well, don't worry, Polly. You'll be better in a few days. Oh, hello, Jack. I wanted to... Uh, just, uh, just a minute, Mary. Now, what were you saying, Mary? Uh, nothing. Uh, may I say hello to Don now, or visiting hours over? Well, Mary, I only locked the door so that no one could disturb Don while he's thinking. How are you? Oh, fine, Jack, fine. That's I good. just did a little shopping. I bought myself a new evening gown. A new evening gown? Uh, what color? Well, it isn't a solid color. It's something brand new in the latest style out here in California. It's pure white with yellow spots. White with yellow spots? Mm -hmm. It represents a Nord tree peeping through a snowdrift. <laughs> That's orange. Orange tree. Oh, but you know, Jack, it's really a beautiful gown, and it has such a low neckline. Gee, then the dresses must be skimpier than ever. Last season's necklines were so low. Gee, I imagine next year... Stop the... thinking about it, Jack. Your little blue eyes are popping out. Yeah. By the way, Mary, how come you bought a new evening gown? Mm, for Barbara Stanwyck's party Saturday night. Barbara Stanwyck is having a party? Yes, a real swank affair. Everybody will be there. Really? Yes, Barbara told me they were having so many guests they even hired a man to park cars. No kidding. Don't act innocent. I was the one who recommended you. <laughs> recommended you, recommended you. Oh, stop imitating Ronald Coleman. All right, all right. Now, excuse me, Mary. I want to go in the den and talk to Don for a minute. Well, have you signed the contract yet, Don? No, Jack, not yet. Well, I'll go out again let you think about it some more. No, I can't think. I've been locked here in here since early morning. I haven't eaten for hours. I've starved. Hungry? Well, look, Don. All you have to do is sign the contract and go out for lunch and get a nice thick steak. A uh, steak? Yes. <laughs> a thick, juicy sirloin covered with mushrooms. Jack, please. <laughs> and on the side, a big baked Idaho potato dripping with butter. Please, Jack. <laughs> And nestling all around the lovely steak will be golden brown French fried onions. And for dessert, for dessert, you can have pie a la mode, covered with Stop whipped it. cream. Stop it! Stop it! Well, look, Don, I'll leave you here in the den to think it over. I'll be back soon. What about it, boss? Has he signed yet? Not yet. He's sure tough this time. Yeah, look, Rochester, go in the kitchen, put some coffee on, start frying some bacon, and blow the fumes toward the den. <laughs> oh, boss, you rascal, you! <laughs> Never mind, just go do it. And make a hamburger for me. I want to eat it in front of him. Jack, what are you up to now? Nothing, nothing. Say, Mary, I'm going to have to do something about a commercial for the show. Don didn't bring the sportsmen over. Oh, yes, is it, Jack? They're out at the pool. The pool swimming? No, ice skating. They are? Oh, yes, my pool is still frozen. I'll go out and talk to him. Ba -ba -ba -boom -boom. 
Gee, just look at them skating. Hey, fellas! Fellas! number, boys, and it'll be... Uh-oh, the sun's coming out, and the ice is starting to... <laughs> there goes the tanner. <laughs> oh, well, I'll fish him out later. Say, Mary, would you... Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Mr. Benny. I just got back in town a few minutes ago. Yes, Jack. Dan Dennis was just telling me that he was up at Big Bear for the winter sports. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I went up there with my mother and father. First, my father didn't want to go, but my mother made him. I thought your mother and father were mad at each other. Why would she make him go? She heard the snow up there was six feet deep. My father's only five feet four. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What happened to your father? Nothing. He was wearing elevator shoes. <laughs> now, Dennis, stop making up those crazy things. Okay. <laughs> Silly kid. Say, Dennis, while you were up in the snow, did you do any tobogganing? Yeah, I went down the toboggan slide four times, and it was awful. What people see in that ride, I'll never know. Why? What happened? I got my face all cut up and my knee scraped, too. Well, Dennis, maybe you didn't know how to steer your sled. Oh, sled! <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, you, meant, you mean you went down the toboggan slide without a sled? Yeah, the On your stomach? The other side hurt from ice skating. <laughs> Now, look, kid, what'd you come over here for anyway? To tell you the song I picked for Sunday's show. Oh. It's Here I'll Stay, and I'm going to sing it at Barbara Stanwyck's party on Saturday night, too. Oh, are you going to entertain at Barbara's party, Dennis? Oh, no, I'm just a guest. The real entertainer will be Yasha Heifetz. Yasha Heifetz. A lot of help he'll be at the party. I bet he hasn't even got a driver's license. <laughs> will I see you at the party, Mr. Benny? You sure will, kid. He'll be wearing top hat, white coat, and flashlight. <laughs> yeah. Gee, this is amazing. For once, I don't understand them. <laughs> Never mind, Dennis. Just let me hear your song. Yes, sir. Oh, just a second, Dennis. Um, what time is it, Jack? It's 10 to 3, Mary. Why? Well, I've got an appointment at my dentist's office to have my teeth cleaned, and I don't want to be late. You go to a dentist just to have your teeth cleaned? Why don't you do what I do? Well, I tried it, Jack, but I can't stand the taste of soil off. <laughs> Go ahead and sing, will you, kid? Okay. There's a far land I'm told Where 
fine loving you and so That was a wonderful song But when you do it on the program You ought to sing the verse a little faster So that you can retard the second chorus And then the orchestra can come to a crescendo When... He left, Jack Oh <laughs> And I think I'd better go, too I don't want to be late for my dental appointment All right Say, look, Mary I've got nothing to do till dinner Would you like me to drive you over? Oh, sure My point won't take long Good Then maybe we can take in a movie, too uh, But, Jack What about Don Wilson and his contract? Oh, yes Oh, Rochester Rochester Yes, sir Here's the key When Mr. Wilson starts screaming for food Throw him a fountain pen <laughs> Come on, Mary, let's go <laughs> Mary, which office is your dentist in? Oh, he's way down at the end of the hall Oh Say, Mary, look at those signs in the office, on the office doors Dr. Larson, gone to the inauguration Dr. Williamson, gone to the inauguration. Dr. Leroy, gone to the inauguration. Say, Mary, maybe your doctor won't be in. Oh, yes, he will. He's a Republican. <laughs> oh. uh, there's my dentist's office right across the hall. Say, Mary, as long as I'm here, I think I'll have the dentist look at my teeth, too. I haven't had them checked in a long time. Oh, that's a good idea. May I help you people? Uh, yes, nurse. I have an appointment with Dr. Leland. I'm Mary Livingston. Oh, you're just in time. Go right in the first office on your left. Thank you. Uh, miss, while I'm here, uh, I want to find out about my teeth. Yes, sir. When did you leave them? <laughs> no, no. I'd like Dr. Leland to examine them. Well, Dr. Leland has no appointments open However, Dr. Nelson has a cancellation I'm sure he can take you Good, good I'll uh, have to get some information first Your name? Jack Benny Occupation? Violinist <laughs> Really? Concert or stage? Uh, parking lots I mean, <laughs> really I'm on, uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on radio now Your age, please well, uh, how old uh, would you guess me to be? Twenty-eight. Well, I'm, I'm really a little older than that. <laughs> uh, guess again. Fifty-four. <laughs> For your information, I happen to be thirty-nine. Oh. Well, Mr. Benny, the doctor's office is through the door over there. You may go right in. Thank you. 
Oh, doctor. Doctor. How do you do? <laughs> hmm. Look, uh, uh... Look, doctor, uh, I... Don't tell me. You have a toothache. No, no, no. I only want you uh, to... Just sit down and leave the rest to me. But, doctor, all I want is... Doctor, why are you strapping me in the chair? Well, the last time I pulled a tooth, I yanked too hard and threw the patient out the window. Oh, my goodness. Did his tooth come out? All of me hit a fire plug. <laughs> now, look, doctor, I don't need an extraction. All I want you to do is examine my teeth. Uh, very well, very well. Open your mouth, please. Ah. Wider. Ah, ah. Wider, so I can look all the way back. Ah, uh, uh, well, I can see everything now. Doctor, doctor, do you have to... Stop talking, you're biting my ankles. <laughs> I, uh, I hope you'll forgive me, but I like to make a complete examination. Oh, well, are my teeth bad? No, but you better do something about that appendix. Appendix? And now just hold still and I'll complete the examination. Oh, excuse me. Yes? Oh, doctor, Don Amici just called and he wants to know if you can clean his teeth this afternoon. Oh, does it have to be done this afternoon? Yes. Tonight he's going to a masquerade and he wants to go with the lighthouse. <laughs> well, all right. Tell Mr. Amici to come in this afternoon and lay out my dark glasses. Yes, sir. Oh, and by the way, nurse, send in my technician. I have to make an x-ray. Yes, doctor. Yeah, now, before my technician comes in, I just want to make one final check. Uh, open your mouth. Ah. Uh, doctor. Doctor, why are you spinning my pivot tooth? I used to be a disc jockey. <laughs> a disc jockey? And now I'd like to pull this next tooth for Sam, George, Milk Tack, and all the boys at Hickey's Bar. And happy birthday to Jeanette. Now, cut that out. Look, I just came here for an examination. Are you That's... sent for me, doctor? Yes, I have a patient here who requires an x-ray. Oh, very well. You operate the camera, and I'll swing the chair around so you'll get a good picture. Wait a minute. This x-ray man of yours, does he take good pictures? Ooh, does he? <laughs> He's made several dental pictures. Perhaps you've seen them. They played all the neighborhood theaters. Dental pictures? Yes. Sorry, wrong molar, mother wore braces, and that latest one with Jane Wyman, Johnny by Cuspid. Oh, now, look, doctor, I haven't got all day. If your man is going to take this x-ray, let him take it. Well, I'm going to take the picture. He's going to direct it. What? Now, tilt your head back, Mr. Benny, and on cue, open your mouth, raise your tongue, press it over toward your right cheek, smile... Now, wait, what's going on Lights, here? camera, roll them! Doctor, don't move. We're trying for an Academy Award. <laughs> Look, all I wanted was a simple examination. That's all I, I have wanted. I have the picture, Doctor. I'll have it developed in a minute. Yeah, good. Hey, Mr. Benny, while we're waiting, just sit back and relax. Thank goodness. Now, Doctor? Yes, now. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round Wait the mountain when what she comes. Wait a minute. What is this, anyway? She'll be coming this for? round the mountain Wait a minute. Coming round Wait a minute. Wait a minute! <laughs> Doctor, what is this? Yeah, our floor show, we can't afford magazines. <laughs> now, look. Now, look, make her 
keep quiet. Here are the results of the x-ray, doctor. Hey, let me see. Oh, yes. A wonderful picture. Too bad he wasn't bleeding. We could have got it in Technicolor. <laughs> doctor, what does it show? Hey, just a moment, just a moment. Hmm. According to this x-ray, you have an abscess. An abscess? Yes, it's sort of a pocket. Gee. Oh, it's nothing to be alarmed about. Finding a little pocket under a tooth is very common. Although yours is unusual. Why? It has money in it. <laughs> Look, doctor, if you think I'm going to stay in now, this chair... Now, now, settle down. It'll only take a minute. A nurse, grab the patient by the hair and hold his head back. Yes, doctor. Oops! Well, and grab him by the ear. <laughs> Doctor, I only came in here for an examination. Doctor, doctor I want to have a word with you. Hey, excuse me, it's my technician. Really? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, then you'd better help me. Nurse, hand me my forceps. Forceps. Novocaine. Novocaine. Needle. Needle. Swabs. Swabs. Burrs. Burrs. Straight chisel. Straight chisel. Saliva ejector. Saliva ejector. Drill. Drill. Coat. Coat. Hat. Hat. Umbrella. Umbrella. Doctor. Doctor, what are you doing? Our lease is up. We're moving. <laughs> what? Come on, nurse. Doctor. Doctor, let me out of this chair. Doctor Nelson. Ladies and gentlemen, an extra million dollars is needed to fight polio this year. The funds of the foundation were drained last year and taken care of an especially severe epidemic of infantile paralysis. We've got to replace those funds right now. So won't you please give something extra this year to the March of Dimes. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll be back in just a moment, but first... Smoke-a-lucky To feel your love for best Smoke-a-lucky to your level best. You see, Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. It's good to know that fine tobacco can do this for you, and that's why it's so important that you select and smoke the cigarette of fine tobacco Lucky Strike. For as every smoker knows, LSMFT, LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Remember, more independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen Smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. So when you choose your cigarette, remember that Lucky's fine tobacco puts you on the right level, the Lucky level, where you feel your best and do your best. Feeling low. Feeling tense. These eight words are common sense. Smoke a Lucky. To feel your level best. Smoke a Lucky. To feel your level best. Ladies and gentlemen, with Don Wilson locked in Jack's den and Jack tied in the dentist chair, it's up to me to say, don't forget to listen in to the CBS Sunday lineup, which includes the Prudential Hour, Spike Jones, Jack Benny, Amos and Andy, Lum and Abner, and Sam Spade. Rochester, what a time I had. I spent the afternoon in a, in a dentist chair. Well, we've been having a little excitement here, too. Oh, has Don Wilson signed the contract yet? Nobody ate four pens. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going up and go to bed. Good night, Don. 
sure to listen to the Don Amici Show, Your Lucky Strike. And don't forget to hear Dennis Day in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.